Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Detroit, Michigan, it's time for Detroit Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Detroit Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today we have with us Colette Hughes with Virtual Real Estate Service. Welcome. Thank you so much, Lee. Thank you so much. This is so exciting. And this is a great opportunity. I appreciate it so much. Well, thank you. I am excited to learn about what you got going on. Can you tell us a little bit about virtual real estate service? Uh, How are you serving folks? Yes, yes. I service people in the Southeast Michigan area. I have nine other realtors on my team. Well, actually, it's eight and it's nine with me. So it's nine of us on a team and we service Michigan. We help buyers and sellers with um, residential properties, commercial properties, um, with leasing, as well as um, selling, buying, whatever it is that they want to do over the course, over Michigan. That's we're we're licensed here and we're excited to help um, anyone. Now, how'd you get into the real estate business? Well, I got into real estate. um, I was a property I started off as an ad man in 1988. So I've been in real estate for a long time. And it's been so exciting because over the journey of 32 years, I started off as an ad man in 1988. And then the property manager there at the company, after a year, she decided that she was going to get married and she was going to leave. But I was just absorbing information from everybody in the company. And so they didn't replace me I was the person that was going to take over the property management um, area. And then I went on to do property auctions. I Wayne County, Detroit, they had property tax auctions. And so I took care of those. I probably purchased maybe about 40 properties in, in a span of two days as far as the tax auctions. And then what happened, the foreclosure market um, came up. And so I started pricing out properties for the banks, um, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, Bank of America, Chase Bank. I was pricing out homes for them. Homes that were selling for $300,000 in the foreclosure market started selling for $40,000. Homes that were selling for $200,000 were selling for $25,000. So I was helping all those buyers with those particular homes. I was doing property management company at the time, people all from all around the country. I was managing their properties. They lost those properties to foreclosure. And some of those homes were start, start selling for $3,000. So it was definitely a buyer's market at that time. Then the short sale market came around. And during the short sale market, I had to help people sleep. You know, they their loans were upside down and they were about to lose their homes and they couldn't sleep. And so I had to help them. And so I still helped the banks almost working for free, you know, during that time. But I did help out those particular families. And now we're back to a traditional market. We're, we're back to a traditional market. We're back to a seller's market at this time. And well, so that's a little bit of my journey in, in real estate, which is an exciting journey. Well, it sounds like you've kind of done it all. And this education you had was pretty robust. Yes, yes, yes. Very robust because I... I learned so much um, in, in helping people. And so that's right now, that is my passion. And that is my compassion in order to help people so that they're not taken advantage of. And there are kind of a lot of things you got to know if you've never done this before, but obviously you know it because you've been doing it for so long and you've seen so many different scenarios play out. You can really educate and help your clients. 
Yes, yes. You kind of have to have an open mind and you have to learn from other people. You have to have a good network of people and you have to learn from them. You can't just pretend you know it all. Because if you pretend you know it, if you pretend you know it all, then it's, it's going to be something that you're going to be lacking in. So you have to kind of have an open mind there. Now, how has the pandemic impacted your business where a lot of folks, you know, they're afraid to go out to, to places or they're not allowed to go out to places. But, you know, people are still moving. They're still coming and going. Yes. OK, so in April, we were shut down for a period of time. And we could only do virtual open houses or virtual showings to properties. We couldn't, we had to have the sellers, if they were selling the property, to send us pictures of the home so we couldn't go in. And it was, it's for, it was all for safety. It was for all of our, our, our best interest. And what we did, we waited. And then all of a sudden, like May the 17th, we were able to go back into the homes, what we had on our mask gloves, shoe booties, everything, whatever it is that we needed in order to show homes, because it's a low inventory of homes on the market right now. And that's because of the pandemic. Maybe some people lost their jobs and maybe they thought they could sell their homes and then they couldn't. So we have a low inventory, but the homes that are on market, they're selling. You just have to be creative. And what I I have done, there was a buyer that came to Michigan. I spent maybe the weekend with him and his wife they were all, you know, everybody was covered in masks and everything. And they were looking for a home because they needed to move here by September. And what I did, I showed them a couple of homes, got an idea of, of what they were actually looking for, what they loved about a home, they, the size of the home. And so I got a good feel for that. And then they had to leave after that weekend, but they sent another address um, for the property that was in New Baltimore, Michigan. So I went out, took a look at that property, and I took my phone out, and I showed them the property on FaceTime. They looked at every room. They looked at the beautiful floors. They looked at the beautiful fixtures in the home. The kitchen was just grand. The backyard was just perfect for them and their little six-year-old son. And they placed an offer on this property. And like I said, I had to be creative. I had to say, okay, well, um, this buyer you know, definitely loves the home and he wants to, he wants him and his family to, to live there. And so the seller, they, I think the buyer had to give the seller maybe 60 days before they had to move out. So there are different little creative things that you would have to do in order to get an offer accepted nowadays. And that buyer never did see the property until the day before closing. He got a chance to walk through but I'm so glad that they trusted my they they trusted me in order to let them see they, they trusted me for that particular home. That's what I'm trying to say. They trusted me. They trusted what I my what what the way that I looked at it that to know that they were going to love it because the seller loved the home. And so I could feel the love and the energy in that particular home. It's hard for a owner occupant to not see a home that they're going to live in because you don't feel the energy. And an investor, that's a little bit different. But an owner-occupant, that was very different. But they did love the home and they did move in. Well, that's a great example of how you had to pivot and adjust. And now, who knows, maybe this will open up after the pandemic's done. Maybe this will be a way that you'll be able to expand marketing to folks maybe that are relocating that they can kind of get a feel and capture that energy in a way that maybe 
you didn't think about prior. Oh, no, I have thought about that prior because in 2015, I was selling properties to people that lived in, in the UK and they never did see the properties here in Michigan. So I had a little experience in selling properties sight unseen. And there were Detroit properties and they were interested in those homes. They never did see the inside, but they had an inspector here who were their eyes and ears and they sent their inspectors to look at the homes. But I've sold properties sight unseen before from long distances. So I knew I could do it, but, and I knew I had the experience for, from over, like I said, over a period of time, I, I have so much experience that I'm able to just pivot in any real estate trend. Because you see, I, I have outlasted the foreclosure market, short sale market, tax auctions, you know, whatever. I'm still here and I'm still hanging on. So now, how did you kind of motivate your team through this pandemic where, you know, it's not just you anymore. You have a, a group of people that are kind of relying on you and your brand and your firm. How did you help them through this pandemic? Okay, the way that I helped them, we all... We, we were meeting, you know, we, we would have our different office meetings in person. And then all of a sudden we had to meet on Zoom and I had to encourage them that, okay, yes, you can still do this because I, I talked about my experience. We had a meeting. I talked about how I have in the past sold properties sight unseen and that they could still do it. And once they let us start viewing, showing properties again in person, then I just made sure that they were secure as well. Just made sure that they had everything that they needed. You know, they had their gloves, they had their shoes and, and wanted to, to protect their clients as well. And just make sure that you stay a distance from everyone. And so, yeah, they're, they're doing well. As, they're, they're doing well too. My team is doing well. So now what are some of the, the real estate market is very competitive. How do you kind of differentiate yourself from the other folks out there? The way I, I differentiate myself is everybody has their own personality. I have patience. I have compassion. I have consistency. I love to help a person throughout the process of real estate. You don't just sign a contract and then you go straight to closing. It's all a process. Some people might want to rush through that process. So the way that I differentiate myself is just with the personality that I have. I try to be different. I try to show up and I try to show out and I try to show people a different side of me. But when it comes down to business, then I'm all business. Then I'm all trying to make sure they get to the place in the space where they want to live in Michigan. Now, what is your ideal client? Are they the new home buyer? Maybe the first time home buyer? Are they the investor, like you said? Um, what What is an ideal client for you? My ideal client, I love to help families. I love to help them with their first home. Maybe first time home buyers, yes. But if the family needs to move out of that first starter home and they need to move up to a bigger house, I love to help them. And I love to help their families just to go around the home and see which room the child wants to pick for their own, which is most of the time the biggest room in the house. And they're not going to get that room, but they love to pick it anyway. And so that's what I love to do. I love to help the first time home buyers and the starter homes to move up to a different property, as well as the people that's going to downsize. So I, I, I love to help 
you know, like all across the board, even though I know that I can't, but like I said, I have a rock star team to help me. And they, we help with the seniors, we help investors, we help with commercial, residential, and we're here for them. Now, uh, any advice for that young person out there that maybe hadn't considered being getting involved in real estate, but, um, you know, maybe they should be considering it for a career? Oh, yes. They should consider real estate as a career because everybody needs a place to live. And real estate is so huge, it's so vast that you can help investors, you can help buyers, you can help people with commercial, you can help people with land. It is a great career because you are in control pretty much of your own destiny, your own hours. And you can even do real estate part-time. You don't, you don't have to do it the entire time. I have some realtors who's working, you know, like part-time and then they might call on one of the other people on the team to say, okay, well, can you show this particular property for me? You know, so we all work together. And so there are, there are always a real estate team that can help. So you can do it part-time, full-time, but someone will always need a place to live. That's the main thing. And so that's why it's so lucrative. Just like people love to eat, people have to have somewhere to take that plate of food into a home and set it on a table. Now, what's the most rewarding part of the job for you nowadays? Is it when one of your teammates kind of has a big sale or for you having a sale or helping that person kind of handing them the keys to their home? What part kind of is the most meaningful part for you? The most meaningful part, because real estate is my passion and I have done it for free or almost free or yeah, free. Because if you take a short sale that started, you know, like six months, you're pretty much working for free um, because of the time that you spend sending documentation to the bank over and over again, the time that you spend um, com communicating with the client about the process and about them turning in all sorts of information. So my thing is to help that person. If they want to sell the property, sell it. If they want to buy a home, here's your keys. We're at the closing. Here's your keys and move into the home. They're happily ever after. They send me referrals because they want me to help that person because they trusted me so much. They want me to help their friends and their family. And that's the rewarding part of the job to me. And also just to help my realtors. I love, not only do I love to help my realtors, I, help to, I love to help other real estate brokers and realtors in other real estate companies as well. Well, your passion comes across in, in uh, just tremendously. You can tell how much it means to you and how uh, knowledgeable you are about the work that you're doing. Congratulations on all your success. I appreciate this so much. Thank you, Lee. Now, if somebody wanted to learn more and have a sub more substantive conversation with you or somebody on your team, what is the website? The website is Colette Hughes. No, I'm sorry. The website is virtual realestateservices.com and that's b-i-r-t-u-a-l real estate services is spelled s-v-c-s.com and that's colette use with virtual real estate services thank you so much again for sharing your story colette you're doing important work and we appreciate you thank you all right this is lee Cantor. we will see you all next time on detroit business radio